The Diamond Answer Man Show, ad-libbed for 2013. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Jay Christopher Gritz. This is the Diamond Answer Man Show. I hope you'll enjoy this special show. We've got a special guest today. Our goal, as always, is to help each other learn more about the world of diamonds and feel confident about those purchases that memorialize our special moments. This broadcast, will be talking about resolutions we may have for the following year. Directions we'd like to take the show in, and we'd hope you'll join us, and maybe you'll send us messages, giving us insight and ideas, and helping us move the show in a positive direction. Well, hello, everyone. This is Jay Christopher Gertz, and we have special guest here today, my wife, and uh, she's joining us on this evening after we've put our kids down so she's tired so she's grinning slightly as <laughs> as she gives me the eye um so we need to welcome her my wife is Sheila and uh for those of you who don't know um before she was polishing my little diamonds in the rough my children uh she was a diamond cutter so of course jewelry and diamonds is in the family and uh, just something that we talk about all the time. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about a few directions we would like to take the show. Um, and, uh, you know, we hope that you'll enjoy this, uh, this short broadcast. And um, maybe you can join us on the website at diamondanswerman.com. Um, I'm going to be putting together a forum there where you can give us ideas. You can still contact me through the website on the right-hand side through that link where you can send me a voicemail message. You may also call the show at 803-792-1326. And, and right now, I'll introduce my wife, Sheila. And, uh, you know, I hope that you'll, um, you'll enjoy this, uh, this short interaction we'll have today. Maybe she'll join us again in the future. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll see how this one goes. You know, um, we were talking just, uh, we actually, we've been talking um, for months about ideas on the show and uh, different directions we can take it in, especially since, you know, I've been working so much, I haven't been able to put as much time into the show as I, as I would really like to do, you know, because I, I do definitely like doing the show and, and answering questions and helping people. Um, but I think that we need to add another level to make it a little bit more exciting and uh, more fun for, for just somebody who's either... And that's why you brought me on. <laughs> that's exactly why I brought that's you right. on. <laughs> but I mean, make it more fun for somebody who's either been listening to the show to learn more, um, and of course, uh, somebody brand new who's never even seen or even heard of the show before or, or what I have done and uh, how I can help you. Um, you know, but you, you had mentioned, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, well, longer ago, a couple of months ago, um, seems the, like I, weeks. it seems like weeks ago, it went by fast, um, about the idea of doing interviews, you yes. know, for the show. And, uh, um, I wasn't talking about myself, <laughs> but I, when I, I, I roped you into it. Of interviews, course. <laughs> but I was the cheapest you could get. Yeah, you were. You weren't. Uh, you're, you're not free. You're actually. No, I'm yes, not. No, definitely, not. <laughs> definitely not. Um, what were some of your ideas that uh, that you had? 
Um, well, asking me at this time of the evening um, <laughs> is brave. I don't really <laughs> remember. Um, I, I know that we've talked about uh, possibly interviewing diamond cutters uh, in America, uh, artisans, not just... Uh, the sweatshops or the, repair the shops. The sweatshop repair top type shop. Not that there's anything wrong with making a living, um, but you know there are differences um, between the artisans and the worker. Yes, that would that would be a worker would be a term that. Uh, yes. You know, workers um, uh, would just only do one portion of, of a diamond cut. You know. Mm. Where yes. a, a, a real diamond cutter can process the diamond from beginning until, until end. end. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, that, that, is, that is one of the ideas we've been thinking about. And we'd like to hear from you, of course, about it. Maybe you can help us move in that direction. Is, um, is finding all the other diamond cutters, the artists out there in this country. And, uh, you know, so we can create a network or a community. Um for those people because they're almost all gone. Yes. You know, it, um, and, and possibly, um, you know, reviving that portion of the industry, um, you know, bringing up the youth and, and the younger generation up in an industry that's, um, seems to be dying off, at least here in America. Uh, it's, it's a very specialized, uh, niche, I guess. And, um, so it would be nice to interview if we can find, um, others that, uh, are artists in the art of diamond cutting, um, to, to give us a call and, and to be willing to be interviewed, uh, and sharing Sharing their journey and, uh, their vision, if they have a vision, <laughs> you know, they, they may not have a vision. They just may be doing well, what they do. You know, sometimes you get stuck. Well, and, and, and it's a weird world, of course, being a diamond cutter. It, it, there is a lot of, um, <laughs> they like a lot of anonymity, you know, the, they like to, uh, yes, we're introverts. Yeah. <laughs> that would be true. A lot of diamond <laughs> polishers are introverts. But uh, so that would be true also about colored stone cutters too. There, yep. there are a lot of the big artists that are colored stone cutters, the rock stars in the colored stone industry. They're they're um they're unique people. They're they are definitely. Well, I think jewelers in general are unique people. You yeah, but jewelers are di- jewelers are different. Jeweler jewelers <laughs> yes, are 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 weird. In um, they want to be rock stars. <laughs> And, uh, and jewelers, jewelers want to be rock stars where and diamond cutters are, <laughs> are rocks. Well, there's, and there's colored stone cutters too. <laughs> They're rock stone. stars. Yes. Um, you know, but, but our, 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 our world is diamond and, uh, you know, it'd be a, a great to move in that direction where we can interview, um, mm-hmm. you know, diamond polishers that are here in the United States to, mm-hmm. to, like you said, give their story, their sort of journey in this business. And yeah, I, I think promoting the, um, the idea of, of, of uh, the schools, there are still schools here in the United States, although they're a lot smaller and there's quite a bit less than there would have been 
just, you know, 30 years ago. Right. Um, you know, I think we could but talk about... I think about, it's an industry that's promoted, uh, you know, diamond cutting within the United States. Well, um, yeah. I mean, obviously in an area like India, it's promoted greatly, but it's promoted for a different reason. Correct. You know, it's it's um where, where large groups... Or portions uh, or areas mm-hmm. in in countries like that are dedicated to uh, and and that's that's in a lot of countries, um, you know, a lot in 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 sort of third world countries right now, right. where they're really pushing you know the reduction in the cost of cutting and uh, and the mass production, so where you can sell a diamond and reduce the the polishing process to nothing, and that's. Not the type of type of diamond cutting we're talking about. Correct. You know that that that's that's the, you know the cross workers and, and and those guys. It doesn't mean that they're not doing great work, but it is definitely. But it's do you not, think that uh, you know people maybe going to a, a school or something? Do you think they are uh, promoting like diamond cutting? You know what I'm saying. Uh, creating works of art or are they just, you know, here's a, B and C, this is how you do it. Or, well, I, I think or is it something uh, intuitive. Well, I, I, you know, that, that, that would have to be found out. I mean, it w- I would imagine it would depend upon what school you had, you know, gone to. I mean, the schools in South Africa are one thing. And then the, schools and that are in, there's a school in Florida is, is another thing. Um, you know, obviously the focus of the school may be that it is just to get it done, you know, yes. to push it out and, or then you may focus going in a different direction. Maybe instead of becoming a diamond cutter, you become a diamond buyer or, or you become a, a rough buyer or something like that. I mean, so that may not be the focus. Um, what I, I think that where we would like to go on a much smaller scale than, than you know, we we talk about the United States and promoting American polishing, um, but going back to where the way we used to do it, you know, a hundred years ago, where the drive was, and I think before I even finish that thought, what I think most people want to buy is. Um, what they think a diamond should be, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are degrees of beauty. You already know my thing is performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think customers, assume, I shouldn't say assume, but they, when they buy something, they, they, uh, it's, it's a hard thought because I think when, when people put out money mm-hmm. that I think that they in some way sell themselves, that it's, that it's the greatest diamond in the world. And I, I think that jewelers, I don't want to say take advantage of that no. because there's different degrees of jewelry stores. Right. Um, but I think that most people, if they had a choice to buy something that's made magnificent um, or made, we could say on a smaller scale by an artist mm-hmm. and uh, they do something different and they do something special they do something unique. Maybe they produce a different style of cut or a type of cut. It's not a traditional, you know, round, even if it's made magnificent as a round, how special is that today? Right. You know, uh, you can go online and you can go to the internet and you can buy fantastically made diamonds. Is it by the billions, you know, as far as quantity? Right. Of course not. 
but most of those are made by them. Um, uh, uh, a lot of them can be made by automatic cutting machines, you know, from from right. uh, places in Bentonville, and they just they just sort them. So where's the story? You know, there is no story when a a, a person is trying to talk about a work of art, and some diamonds are works of art. Right. Where's the story when it's just math produced and I would like to start promoting, and I think that's where we're both in the same page, that we would like to promote the smaller individuals out there who deserve to be promoted. Correct. Um, and, and that would be the same thing, you know, even though it's a diamond show, I think it would be great to even have jewelry stores who hand make jewelry that uh, is made here in the United States that is that is made, whether it's with reclaimed or refined with uh, green gold, you know, Um, and, and, you know, I use a term which may be even a trademark term, but green gold, it it would be something to where it's recycled precious metals, you know? Um, uh, So from that point, and and I'm going completely, I'm I'm broadening the the topic, but when when we go from that aspect and we have an artist who, not unlike somebody like Tiffany and company, which is a big company, right. but you look at what they make and everything they make is absolutely perfect right? or they throw it out. There are individuals here in this country who are smaller artists in the jewelry industry who, who may have lines that they create um, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a designer and they try to sell them through to stores. And there are individuals who look for special items. We're not talking about just blobs of metal that any goldsmith can make. Right. There are artists out there who make fantastic made jewelry, both on the big scale and on the small scale. But I, I don't think that they get the recognition because it just kind of gets lumped together as just jewelry. Right. And I think, you know, so for the same thing as promoting, obviously the, the what strikes my heart is, of course, promoting the diamond industry on that scale. Because I, I've put calls out to both the New York Diamond Guild, the Los Angeles, the, the Diamond Guilds in LA. Um, I've sent emails and I've placed phone calls. And I got to be honest with you, nobody has ever called me back with any details about diamond cutters here in the United States. Because I know that uh, just 15, 15 to 20 years ago, there was thousands and we're talking about tens of thousands of diamond cutters in New York. And do you think that's because of the outsourcing to other countries it's gone yeah, it, yeah. it's completely gone because it's 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 become that Let's diamonds uh, have become so commoditized in a way that um that people have in taken the the capitalist to pull from you know uh, an author i read which I, I mentioned in other podcasts which is seth godin and and he talks about how things are industrialized as they're as they're it's it's the it's the combination of capitalism and industrialism in with marketing and merchandising and manufacturing and it's it's gotten to the point to where if you can make anything and that includes diamonds or or the drill believe it or not i have a drill on on the desk right next to me uh for putting (laughs) i just mounted something on the wall but that drill is a black and decker drill it's made in china um, and I'm not sliding the quality on that drill, but I can't, I can't get, you know, another drill like that. You know, that's, that's made here in America. They don't make them like that anymore. Um, so what, what, what's happened is, is how can we push, you know, can we, can we put 
20,000 more drills in the hands of people if we can reduce the cost so much? And can we make money doing that? Even if we lose money, if the quality goes down a little bit, how many more do we have to give back refunds on? Um, well, diamonds are no different than that, although the diamonds have grades that are sort of no, I, I'm not going to say standardized because each laboratory is slightly different. Um, if it can pass a certain grade, what, where can we, where can we reduce the cost? And the cost is in the labor. Mm-hmm. And so then they've, they've developed techniques in today's technological age, even though some of the skills and, and ass, you know, I know he's going to say assets, but some of the skills and techniques we use today are, are, are the same that we used 150 years ago. Um, how fast can we get it done and burn it out? And and this poor person who's making this diamond, um, who may not have a job any other place, don't get me wrong, um, has no love, has no heart, has nothing that they put into it because they've got to get 15 or 20 of those finished today. Right. They've been you know? beaten down. and Well, it's about getting them done as fast as right. possible. And so what I'm talking, you know, what I'm talking about is something very different. And I think we're, we're talking the same thing. If you can make a diamond in a half an hour, right, I'm being extreme, or, or, or it takes you two weeks to make one, mm-hmm. one's going to cost more. Right. Is there going to be a difference? I would hope so. You know, I would, I would hope that there would be, um, you know, uh, just because you take a long time to make something doesn't mean that you should get paid for it unless it's something special. And I think that's, that's the direction we're going is we would like to find the people who do things special and I'm, and I'm being extreme when I say two weeks, of course. Um, but there is going to be differences and does that matter to anyone? I mean, does it really matter when you're buying an engagement ring? Do you just need a diamond just to stick on someone's finger and, and just be done? Right. Cause right. there is that aspect too. There are grooms out there who just want to get it done as painless as possible, which is why of course we have the birth of the internet and uh, and brokering on the internet, you know, right. that's that's how sites got started because guys can sit back in their underwear and just put in their Visa card and and uh, you know what? I'm, that's I'm a not. Great they're just sitting there in the underwear. It's exactly what they're doing, or they're taking a break at the office and, and they're ordering bouquets of flowers. Yes, too. I'm. Yes, I, I, <laughs> I will not ever order bouquets of flowers on the internet again. You know that that uh, <laughs> that is. <laughs> we I'll tell you that story really quick. When uh, my wife and I worked together, um, you know, about 16 years ago, um, uh, you know, the internet was around then too. And uh, FTD.com had this, uh, at the time, it was a beautiful site. It must have been about 15, 15 years ago. We're about that, right? 15, 16 years ago? About 16. About 16 years ago. And um, FTD.com had its website. And um, I thought it was the, coolest thing in the world you can see these beautiful pictures of the bouquets and uh, as you know if you've ever used ftd before they have um florists that they partner with and you can become an ftd florist in your area and uh, you just click the image of what you want and uh, you have it ordered up and and it comes <laughs> to your office and i did that once and i did it once for uh, my uh, my beautiful bride next to me and um and she didn't know, of course, when I did that. But then uh, I, I told someone 
when I was uh, uh, having a, a, a meeting, <laughs> an appointment where I was talking about uh, a, with a client about diamonds. And I, I actually, I think it was on the phone with somebody and I started bragging about how easy it was just to make sure that you covered your occasion or you, mm. you know, you had your special moment taken care of. Go ahead and go to ftd.com. And, uh, and of course, Sheila heard me. And that was not a good thing. That was, no, it was not a good thing because, um, you know, there was no thought. Yeah, there was no thought that went into it. I, it was, I was thinking like a guy. Lemon squeezy. I'm done. Check that off my list. As opposed to walking two blocks. Anything, right? I could have it picked could, flowers from out front, and it would have been better. Absolutely. You know, it was a beautiful bouquet, right? I mean, we 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 do we do both agree with it was a beautiful bouquet, but um, I, I think it, it had was, no. You know. I think you were more enamored than I was. I think I was enamored I mean, because it was, you know, it was it was technology and it was easy and it was kind of fun to do it for me, but it wasn't about me. No. No, it was it was about it was about um doing something for you and I made it something for me and it was easy. <laughs> and I think that was the mistake that I made. And I, I but you know you didn't do that with the Engagement ring. No, I didn't do that with the engagement <laughs> ring. I made up, I made up for it with the engagement ring. Um, so you know, I, I think that uh, you know we kind of rambled on and gone in a different direction, but it, it proves the point that there are things that are special. You know, and I talk about that memorializing your special moments and and your engagement, your engagement ring and your anniversary. Um, those are very important to memorialize. And, and the birth of your children. And the birth of your children. Yeah, you didn't get any diamonds. <laughs> you didn't get any. Get, you didn't get any. Waiting. You didn't get any push. What is it called? Push. Uh, <laughs> a push know. present. I think that's what it is. A push gift. That's lovely. Yeah. 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 There are guys out there who've bought push gifts. I've sold some push gifts before, but. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's. I'm not that high maintenance. You're, you're not, but. Diamonds can just you can you can go to any jewelry store and just buy a diamond and be done. And I think we as being guys, we get stuck on whether or not it's G or it's H and it's V S and it's V V S and it's G I A, it's E G L, it's A G S. Those are all those technical things. But we don't really have a story other than our battle to find the cheapest price. And I think that cheapens it at the same time. And I'm not I want to make it clear that I'm not talking about wasting money. No. I'm not talking about spending more. I'm I'm still talking about getting a great value, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with us wanting to save money and making sure we're not being taken advantage of, but there's the other aspect. Um what is it that I'm giving is is what I'm giving just giving it to get it done? Right. But and it has to it has to have the meaning behind it and you know Thought has to go into it, not just the mechanics of, okay, I went to five jewelry stores and I looked at 20,000 diamonds and, you know, I picked this one because it was cheap. Cheap. No, I'm not, I'm just telling you there's no guy, there's no guy who would say that, that it's cheap, of course, but well, no. it would be the it's best. It's all relative. Yeah. Right. I mean, they would go spend more money on a car. A cell phone. Uh, a computer. Right. Tools. <laughs> right. I mean, skis, yeah. jet skis, exactly. boat. No, I, I, 
but you know, when, even when we talk about those kinds of things that we waste money on for ourselves, I mean, there are things that jazz us as guys, right? I mean, there's things that we would spend more money on because of um, who made it, mm-hmm. who who. But uh, then there's the story behind it. There's the story behind it, exactly. The, the there's the, an the emotion act. attached, or there's a. I mean, people don't buy, you know famous artist paintings just because you know it's on a wall or they got it at a bargain <laughs> they I got a steal on that monet <laughs> right um they go into it looking for the story behind whatever it is that they're buying that piece of art and and a diamond that is cut by an artist is um obviously going to be more special. There's going to be a story behind it. It may not be a fantastic, you know, oh, I was digging in my backyard and I found this piece of rough kind of story, but, um, you know. Found in South Carolina, rough in the backyard. (laughs) You know, I mean, the artist is going to have more of a, the artist is going to have more of a connection to that stone, which he or she can relay to either the jeweler the or, jeweler or, 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 or the, the consumer. consumer. Exactly. Correct. I mean, you know, about diamonds glowing while you're cutting them or, you know, I mean, any, any kind you of, you say that, and that, that actually happens. I mean, when, when well, you, yeah. when you cut a diamond, it gets so hot on the wheel and it glows. Right. You know, there, so, you know, I mean, but there's stories out there. There are stories, but you don't know those stories. You just know what the salesperson at the chain store has told you. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm telling the truth. I mean, no, most I know, people but... go to those kinds of stores, and and again, there's nothing wrong with that. But they, they have the made up, right. both gemology and the made up story. Right. That whatever, whatever Joe, Joe it came from, the stars above. Stars and... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm. That's going to go on. That's going to happen. And there's a place for that. There is a place but for that. But that's not what we're after. Most people, most people, the masses don't care. Right. And, and, I, and uh, you know, if, if you do care, you're not part of the masses. So what I'm looking for is the, is the, the small office. group of people, you know, even though my show may be dedicated to everyone learning about diamonds, um, when they're buying or, or, or even if they just want to lis- listen just for the fun of listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everyone is welcome. It's, it, it is about diamonds, but we talk about all sorts of things. And, uh, you know, so the idea of promoting the artists in our industry, diamonds in particular, is going to really only be important to the people who really care. I mean, right. that, I mean, I, and I'm going I'm to underscore that. I, I say that boldly. Who really care? Right. Because some people don't care, and I think that's most people. The 99 or 98% of those people who buy diamonds today just don't care. They just want to buy stuff. Right. And, well, and, I, I think also, to be fair, I mean, most people are so busy nowadays looking for a diamond or... It's just another thing that they have to do, and so. Well, I mean, we're going in a, t- a totally different I direction. Understand. No, the family I'm just saying, and all those kinds of things. No, no, so. no. no. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, um, 
there 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 is a time and a place for that type of purchase. You're talking about a, like a quick gift. I mean, there's a time and a right, place for that quick right, gift. Right, right, you know. Um, but if you're looking for something truly unique or truly uh, meaningful, then... Time time should be put into it. Time, it has to be put into it. Yeah, it has or to. Have your, you can't click FDD. Or have your virtual not, assistant do it I'm, for I'm, you. I'm but, not, uh, just don't have tell your, your virtual assistant. <laughs> Yes, if you're if you've ever read the four hour work week, you know the uh, the whole virtual assistant idea is is a great idea, of course, in today's world. But um, you know, you, you don't have what, what was it? Uh, what was it? It was that men's magazine. I don't remember what it was, but he had his virtual assistant. He tested and had the virtual assistant send apologies to his wife on his behalf and buy gifts. You know, have his virtual yeah. assistant buy gifts on his behalf. And and you're right. You know, from a guy's perspective, he thought it was the world's greatest idea. And even after a while, I think his wife thought it was funny. But the fact is, it's, it's kind of sad. Yes. You know, it, it is. It is kind of sad. You know, because if you're, if you, you make that time for all the mundane kind of checking your emails and doing all that kind of garbage so she looked at me when she said garbage that was funny <laughs> you know i guess i'm uncomfortable right now. yes i do check my email <laughs> the email checking addict yes but no i'm just saying all collectively you could save all that time from checking your emails making your phone calls and do a little bit of research that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do a little bit of research. So that's that's kind of the idea where we want to take the show is is being able to um, to interview those artists, and uh, we're looking for your help. And uh, because ha, ha, past or present, past I mean, or present, you know, I mean, if they were in the industry, and and maybe they're not anymore, and we would like yeah, to hear from them too and find retired, out why, yeah. you know. Exactly. Maybe they've moved on to something, something different, or yeah, or different retired out of the or, in industry. Yeah, exactly. You know, so so helping us because I've tried, and I know of the I know of a few people, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, since I've been on this sort of mini hiatus, uh, directly working for someone in the industry, other than mm -hmm. producing the show and managing right. the sites and and doing some consulting. Um, doing business on, on, you know, on my own, right. um, you know, working for someone else. It's, it's after a while, it's even though I'm networked with quite a few people, um, it's hard to keep in contact with all those different individuals. And there's more that come. See, you do need a virtual assistant. I do need a virtual <laughs> assistant. Somebody to send out those thank you emails. Um, you know, I, and, and there are cutters here in the United States that I'm aware of. And so if you're a jeweler, or you're a consumer who knows someone who knows someone, just just know that I'm looking to create a community uh, where we can all come together. And and I've already started work on the website to where I can I can uh, I can have a place where we can all connect, and everyone will be invited. You know, it's not going to be exclusive of anyone. I mean, and uh, so if you're a consumer and you'd like to come in and join. And, and work with us and help us drive this direction and looking for, we could say art in that way, true art, true something that you could pass down uh, to a family member who, that, uh, that would be able to tell the story and, and, and have 
meaning, something that you feel in your heart about the purchase. Um, you know, so again, memorializing those special moments. So help us. So join, join the community, uh, at, uh, diamondanswerman.com and, and I'll have the forum there. And, um, you know, so that's, that's the other direction that, uh, we want to take the show is to, to, uh, to invite people for more interaction, you know, and, and, and everyone is welcome to call the show. And I know a lot of grooms, you know, uh, I've received questions from grooms and some of the show, some of the shows have been about that, but they, you know, people feel uncomfortable sometimes, um, you know, with their voice and, uh, mm-hmm. leaving messages. And, and of course, if you're a guy who's shopping for a diamond, you know, regardless of my ideas on crew, you know, finding the artists of making diamonds and, and you have a question about buying diamonds, um, I'm here and it's, and it's free. And I think that's what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't make any money. You know, we right. as a family, we don't make any money from this website directly. And, um, you know, this is all something that we take out of our own pocket and, and we do it. And I do it because uh, I, I've been involved so deeply in, in the jewelry industry in many aspects that, um, that I, I just like to share. And I think that's just part of my personality that, uh, that, that once I learn something, <laughs> if you're not careful, I'm going to teach you anyway. And I think, <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's about the way you could say it, mm-hmm. whether you want to know it or not, I'm going to tell you. Yes. Um, I, I just have that, that personality type that I want to share. And it just happens to be that I know a whole heck of a lot about diamonds and, um, and uh, I, I'd like to share it that way. So that's the other thing, you know, uh, the community, you know, if we can create a community and, and uh, we can reach out that way and get other people to, to interact with, within the community, um, sharing, driving, pushing the information out that we're looking for people. And uh, we're going to put that on the website. And, uh, and of course, any, anytime anybody wants to call, they can call me at 803 803- Seven nine two one three two six. You can reach reach me through the website, which is uh, diamondanswerman.com. You can also reach me at uh, Jay Christopher at uh, diamondanswerman.com. You know, so you can email me directly, and uh, I will I will happily. You know, I I I do. You know, uh, I I am employed in another area. Um, you know, another field at this time. I'm still in retail. Uh, you know, managing uh, uh, stores, but. When I get the email, it may not be exactly, you know, an hour from when you send a question in or send your information in, but I can pretty much get back to everybody within a couple of hours, you know, whatever your questions may be and, uh, or any help or direction you can, you can send us in. I, I have a resource and I'd like you to become part of that resource family, you know, and, uh, we would like to share that with the community mm-hmm. and, um, and and uh, anyone who listens to this show, just just to help us out. I mean, what what else would you like to add? Um, nothing. I'll, I'll give him a few extra hours to answer all his emails. <laughs> <laughs> a few extra hours. Um, yeah, you're so gonna... <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> the joke about uh, deleting fifteen thousand emails. Correct. You know, it wasn't fifteen thousand; it was fifteen hundred emails. Yeah. Um, no. It, that is that is where we would like to go. I mean, uh, that's obviously, you know, this is sort of a, a long-winded talk, 36 minutes right now, um, where we are mentally, where we would like to take the show. We're still going to have 
the topics about the show each week. I shouldn't say each week, about every two weeks. I've been off for about a month and a half now. Um, the different topics, the different news, you know, that, that comes out in the industry. I'll still have shows about that, but we'll start, we'll start resourcing. So in the near future, we'll start reaching out and extending a hand to people to come on the show and um, cultivating, cultivating, cultivating a community. So we're going to stick out our hand and, and invite people. And, and that's our open invitation right now is, uh, is, is everyone is welcome and we would love to hear from you. And, uh, and I think that's where we'll end our show tonight. I mean, Sheila's getting a little bit tired. Um, uh, she's (laughs) past my bedtime. Sorry, she's getting sleep, <coughs> sleepy. So, all right. So we'll end the show right there. Again, if you'd like to uh, to connect with us, you can reach us at um, diamondanswermat dot com. Uh, again, at eight zero three seven nine two one three two six. That's the direct line. You can call at twenty four hours a day. That's the Diamond Answer Man voicemail. You know, line. You can call that. Um, and you can also reach us at uh, jchristopher at diamondanswerman dot com. And again, this is the New Year's Resolution Show for the Diamond Answer Man. Thanks so much for listening.